Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for this week is Yi. The Yi, or our earth, is like a battery that can recharge us when we connect with it. In certain parts of the world, people spend a great deal of time indoors, getting overstimulated by devices and indoor equipment. It's crucial to our well-being to get outdoors and allow the earth to ease anxiety and promote an instant sense of calm. Simple things to do in Mother Earth include noticing the sounds of nature. Look at all the colors and how the light will change throughout the day. At dusk, check out the sky and how it appears. Feel the air, whether it's still or breezy. The Yi, or Earth, has its own special energy to bring you back to center. The Yi is a resource to organically relax the mind, body, and spirit. This is Kira Moran, president of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. Introducing the brand new QuadPod Podcast Network. We're adding new podcasts every day. Visit qodpod.com and meet our podcasters. That's QODPOD.com. So great to have you back with us on the Kefi Life Podcast. And hopefully you're a a revisiting listener and you follow the podcast. And I really appreciate you. And why do I love uh, hosting the podcast is because I learn something every time. I get to meet the most interesting, most educated people in the area of um, improving mind, body, spirit to uh, achieve equilibrium or harmony, if you will. As we learned a while back with Professor Alain Toué, Greek medicine, because this show has some influence of Greek medicine, is said to be a convergence of several ancient medicines like Indian and Chinese included. Today, we welcome back doctor of Chinese medicine, Christiana Cagnoni, to get us ready for the seasonal changes, the weather changes, which bring on a different set of human changes and on that subject with all the vital information and to get us ready is Christiana Cagnoni. Thank you for being here. Hi, how are you today? I'm doing well. I'm feeling pretty good. Now that you talked about your beautiful view in Arizona, you said that there's a question mark in the sky. Well, yeah. And I think it's sort of significant because I think people don't pay enough attention to their body, their presence in the present moment. We've talked about present moment before on your show. And in ancient Chinese wisdom, they said change is the only truth of the universe. There's going to be change. It's going to be change within minutes. I can see a patient one day and then see them the next day, take their pulse, check their tongue, and they're completely different. Now, how does that happen? Well, I think that nature has patterns. It has seasons. It has uh, weather. It has night, day, new moon, uh, full moon all of which, uh, these are important to our daily lives. Our biologic clock, I'm sure you've heard of that, has to do with our human metabolism. 
And a metabolism actually is the chemical process that occurs within uh, every organism. Every organism has metabolism, metabolites um, that help us maintain our life. So the nature, uh, there are seasons, and these are reflected in us. They're reflected in us emotionally. I used to work at a Montessori school, and when uh, spring would come and it would get very windy, the children would get naughty. They were not grounded and they would get naughty. And I was studying Chinese medicine way back then. So I knew, oh, this is the wind. The wind, un, it takes us, we're not grounded. Okay. And that's the wind is part of um, the springtime energy, which we're not going to talk about right this moment. But um, but it has to do with our emotional, mental, and physical changes in our body, our creativity, our compassion, our awareness, spiritual and self-awareness. So and according to uh, Chinese medicine, and this is an important statement, nature and spiritual beings having this human experience here must have harmony in the relationship. If there's not harmony, you are not going to have good health. And, you know, there is some truth into keeping your head warm, like our parents used to tell us, and wear warm clothes, keep your feet dry, because all those kind of things can have an effect on the human being. But seasonal wellness is rooted. Um, I, I I study Chinese medicine, so that's where I came across seasonal wellness. And it's different where it's different where you live compared to where I live to Hawaii. So trying to live within it might be fall everywhere, but well, it isn't south of the equator. But you have to live in that season. There's foods for the season. There's movement for the season. There's a certain kind of rest for the season. And um, in Chinese medicine, in these segments, this could take a year. This could be a year-long course, really, but <laughs> helping people understand. And I have put it out there one season at a time for people to learn and uh, help them walk them through on a deeper dive. And that's available if people want to do that after hearing this. But um, in Chinese medicine, there's five elements. So the first element we're going to talk about is the earth element. There's um, fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. And each element does have multiple associations, as I was mentioning uh, earlier. And uh, so the specific season, the reason we're starting with the earth is when this podcast is airing, we are going to be ending our fall not quite starting our winter, and it's a transitional element. It happens four times a year. It's the only one that happens four times a year. And um, so it's called the earth element. They also call it doyo, D-O-Y-O. I know. It's I love funny, the way that sounds. I love it, doyo. But, yeah. but it means transition. Uh, if you want to put it and categorize it in a season, it would be late summer, um, but it refers to a uh, home center, family, mother. We refer to Mother Earth um, because that's where Mother Earth provides our food. Mother Earth provides the earth we stand on, what we rest on. And ultimately, in our final rest, we rest in Mother Earth, right? We turn back into dust or whatever one does. Um, but it has a direction. The direction is center. So if someone... Uh, someone recently I know just went through a very traumatic event and they said, oh, this is like a punch in the gut. Oh, well, that's, and there's lots of phrases. You make me sick to my stomach. 
you know? Oh, wow. There's lots and they, of- and, and they align with the season. That's they align with the element that has to do with the season because the earth element is stomach and spleen. And there's wonderful positive things like empathy. A person that's very empathic has a strong earth energy. On the other hand, people that are addicted have imbalances in their earth energy, or if they're obsessed or obstinate, that's that's the earth energy not balancing. Um, the center for it, the direction for it is center. The color is yellow. You might see somebody sometime, and it's real interesting because if you walk into like a restaurant, I've done that in Naperville one time when I worked there. You walk into a restaurant in a certain season, and if you're knowledgeable about these details, you can look at the people and they all might have yellow on. Lots of yellow. <laughs> That's the color. Wait, wait. So let's talk about the color of the season. We're in Doyo as we're speaking. So tell me more about like the color significance. Are we picking that color? Is that color make that the way we feel? What's well, important to note? It goes over quite a, a range of things. Yellow foods are good for Doyo, like bananas and squashes and th- in this in this doyo because we're going from fall to winter squashes anything that's yellow like that is good um people might choose yellow for a color they may hate the color yellow that's significant if they love the color yellow that's significant um it has to do with your mouth it has to do with humidity or the lack of it's either or it can be an excess or or uh, a, a minus in that range. But um, saliva, uh, people that have that I see that have very cracked lips, I know that's got something, their stomach, they're having some problems with their pH, with their acid. That's why it's called the 10,000 things because there's so many little details. But when you learn them and then you take it in baby steps by seasons, it's a lot easier to to understand uh, and trust and acceptance provide balance in this, in this. And it's really hard to come by trust and acceptance this time right now, what's going on right now, question mark in the sky for heaven's sake. I How mean, ironic is that? But this, this knowledge was not something one person sat down and made up. This was generations of fathers that were the, 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 traditional Chinese medicine doctor that went from town to town and home to home. And then their oldest son was their scribe. He was not allowed to become a doctor. He was the scribe. He took down all the details. And 7,000 years have played out where they've seen these things pronounced. There's a certain smell. I had once had a patient that came to me, a woman, and she wasn't feeling well. She was having stomach issues, which is stomach and spleen, earth energy. And she smelled, uh, had this real pungent smell to her. And she had stomach cancer. Oh. So all of your senses, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your tongue, your ears, your lips, all your senses come into play on one element or another. So as a doctor of Chinese medicine, if you were to meet someone like that, that had that pungent smell, would that be a a red flag for you and say you need to get to the doctor? Absolutely is what I did. I said... I'm not going to diagnose you with stomach cancer, but there's seriously, and she had just lost one of her children had died. Oh, oh, so it hurt her right to her core. 
So the grief, wait, because I have someone experiencing something similar. The grief that a person experiences could truly turn into an illness in that area where they're struggling. Right. Grief, for instance, when someone has lost a loved one, almost nine out of 10 times turns into pneumonia, and that's lung and large intestine. So if someone is grieving, that's where that comes from. But this one is more anxiety. It's a worrier. It's a person that can can uh, has trouble falling asleep, um, different things like that. Um, but there are things, you know, for it, like the grain is millet. Dates are a good fruit. Here's an interesting thing about stomach and spleen. When someone has no sweetness in their life, a lot of times the people that have diabetes, type 1 or type 2, they have no sweetness in their life. And I'm not talking about candy. I'm talking about sweetness, like have a puppy or a little grandchild or a baby or, you know, something sweet. What brings sweetness into one's life? I ask people that. One time I asked a very, very wealthy man that question. What brings you joy? And what brings you sweetness? Joy is heart. But he said he had everything he could ever want. He had money, he had homes, he had this. He said, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing made, he couldn't find happiness. He even married a woman that was a singer because he thought that might make him happy. My word. Yeah, it's 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 quite profound, actually. And there's flow charts that talk about this. There's pH that has to do with the earth energy. Um, centering yourself, knowing where your center is. In Chinese medicine, there's a place called the Dantian, which is three inches below your navel. And they say if... They don't do this, but if they were to put you on a stick facing down, you know, like this, right. it would be three inches below the navel. That would be your center. It's the center of where you are. And everything, when you're formed as a human being, everything comes around to the center. The midline is called the conception vessel. That's the center of who you are. So, oh, uh, so but there's there's foods for this. There's exercises for it are things to do with centering because it's a transitioning time of year. So sometimes people get all caught up in the transition and they don't feel centered. You know, there's something about that word transition or doyo um, that I want to address quickly. And that sure. is, I, I love summer. It's my favorite season and I thrive in the summer. I just love everything <clears throat> about it. The heat, the comfortability, the um, just easy access in and out of everywhere. And when, when the cold weather comes, I really do sort of change. Oh, sure. And, and it's not that I'm not hopeful. I'm still hopeful. I still love what's ahead and the opportunity in my life and all that. But that changes a little. I have to get used to it. I have to adapt to it. It's a little bit tough on me. Well, and it's good if you're aware and you're mindful, oh, this is change. And I might mention, I'm not, I'm not an astrological person, but it, I noticed over the years that doyo occurred twice in the year it occurs four times but two of the times it occurs in the year <coughs> um mercury's in retrograde and if you ask astrological people that know about planetary changes they'll say oh yeah that's a real you know kick in the behind that time of year it's really hard to and then you throw doyo in there it's really <laughs> probably not the best time of year i i actually when i used to travel to chicago all the time would make sure i didn't get my appointment schedule during that week because inevitably people would say, oh, I forgot. I thought I was at 10. No, I'm at 11. And you know, when you fly in to see 70 people, it's 
you got to stick to your schedule, right? Of course. Well, yes. forget it. Sticking to a schedule during doyo, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and you One learn. last thing I wanted to say is about your eating and your digestion, it needs to rest. You cannot eat all day, all the time. And I am a very big proponent in teaching my patients how to fast and have their last, the best meal. And you've heard this phrase before, your biggest meals in the morning, you eat like a king. And then by the time evening comes, you eat like a pauper because your digestive juices get less and less as the day goes on. So one big takeaway right now would be don't eat big dinners, eat light and don't snack. Your body needs a resting period of at least 10 hours or you're not eating. And even people that have diabetes and things like that, your body's still doing all that it needs to do with the, with the pancreas and the insulin and all that. You're not going to go into a blood sugar failure. If you have type 1, that's a little different because you're monitoring it differently. But type 2, you can fast. And I suggest thinking about your organs in a, such a way that you give them a rest. They need rest. And, and sometimes, Christiana, we are hard on our organs with the way we live, the choices Absolutely. we make. What, what could you say about movement in this transition period? Um, well, the kind of things that are, you mean movement as far as exercise or? Or just, you know, like stay, you know, you say, you're talking a lot about rest, which I really, really embrace recovery, rest and taking it easy during certain seasons. But as far as us keeping healthy and moving, should we monitor that in some way? Well, yeah, I think move. Well, I, I had told you, I think on the last podcast, I had a teacher that said, asked us what the number one uh, killer of people is. And everybody's named cancer and this and that. And the other thing, And he goes, no, and he had a real strong accent. And he said, no, he said, not moving. Stagnation is the number one killer. And they have learned that in allopathic medicine now, because when people have even major surgeries, they're moving you, they're getting you up They're Or if you can't get up, they're moving your legs. They're, they're getting things moving. You have to move. But on the other hand, you need stillness. In my class, the hierarchy of life, I teach breath is number one. Hydration is number two. Movement and stillness is number three. And then good nutrition is number four. But you must have the if you have x amount of hours that's why people stand up at computers today because they're moving they're not sitting and being stagnant when you're stagnant your organs can't function and your lymph glands rely on you to move if you don't move your lymph doesn't clear out that relies on your body moving so i'd say you know you can do anything you can lift weights you can do sit-ups you can walk you can swim sitting out in nature but also be still so the earth energy, though, is you'll know it once you get acquainted with it. And certain people might be more like a certain type. They might be an earth energy type. Other people might be a metal type. Other people might be a water type. So Christiana Cognoni, we have um, touched upon doyo as we enter into winter. We're doing a series with you, and we will air your episodes according to the season um, if people have found this episode helpful, because we'll do four more, because we'll touch upon all the seasons, mm -hmm. but if people find this helpful and interesting, how can you assist them if they want to contact you? Basically just through my email, which is Christiana, spelled with a C, Cagnoni, with a C, 
<coughs> at Gmail. And so Christiana Cagnoni at Gmail. That's it. I, I'm very simple and you can get in touch with me that way. Okay. Well, this has been so interesting and informative. It's been a lot of fun to talk about the Doyo <coughs> transition. And the next time around, we will be talking, I believe, about winter. Yes. I will see you in the winter. Have a wonderful day. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010. Taking care of all your real estate needs. A great way to relieve tension and discomfort in the body during the transition of seasons is to get an acupuncture treatment. I love this ancient practice of healing, and I've had it done many times when I get shoulder pain. So what is it? Acupuncture is a part of the ancient practice of traditional Chinese medicine. It's believed that the human body has more than 2,000 acupuncture points connected by pathways and meridians. Furthermore, John Hopkins Medicine reports that acupuncture points are believed to stimulate the nervous system. This in turn releases chemicals into the muscles, spinal cord, and brain. These biochemical changes may stimulate the body's natural healing abilities and promote physical and emotional well-being. This is how it's done. An experienced and trained practitioner inserts hair-thin needles to the point of discomfort. Most people feel minimal pain as the needle is inserted, and it produces a sensation of pressure. Some people report acupuncture makes them feel energized. Others say it feels relaxing. While I and many others enjoy this form of relief, acupuncture is not for everyone. If you choose to see an acupuncturist, Discuss it with your doctor first and find a practitioner who is licensed as having proper training and credentials. It's olekala when you listen to your body and try new techniques to give yourself some tenderness and love. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit KefiLife.com, at KefiLife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.